This is Dave Burnett, and I want to welcome you to today's God's Family Plan podcast. The title of today's podcast is Happy New Year 2023. And in today's podcast, my wife Kathy will be sharing with you what Holy Spirit has been telling her about the year ahead. And now, here's Kathy. In this New Year's season, as we begin 2023, it seems like a good time to listen, ponder, consider, and meditate about the year we are entering. Jesus said it's important to live with discernment and an understanding of the times and seasons of our lives. During an encounter with the Jewish religious leaders of his day, Jesus rebuked them for not being able to interpret the signs of the times. In the Passion Translation of Matthew 16.3, Jesus spoke to them, saying, You're so adept at forecasting the weather by looking at the sky, but you're absolutely clueless in reading the obvious signs of the times. Those of us that live in Oklahoma and the surrounding area put forth considerable effort to be aware of weather patterns and changes. We often listen to weather forecasts several times a day, and sometimes from a variety of sources. I wonder, do we spend as much time and effort paying attention to the signs and seasons of the spiritual atmosphere around us? Do we take time to focus our attention on the one who really knows what's happening and has all the answers? The Old Testament provides many examples of individuals that listened to God and were given instructions for living in their times and seasons. Two people who clearly read the signs of the times they were living in are described in Luke 2. When Mary and Joseph brought the baby Jesus to the temple to be dedicated, Simeon and Anna were both there waiting. They had been fasting and praying, expecting a response from Father God. Both recognized Jesus as the Messiah that they had been waiting for, even though he came in the form of a baby, which was most likely quite unexpected. As they held the baby, the promised Messiah, they prophesied, praised, and worshipped with great joy. They clearly heard from God about the season they were living in and were able to recognize their heavenly visitation when most of the people around them did not. They asked, waited on God, and they heard from heaven. What a great example for us. We also need to remember that we have access to special gifts that the spiritual heroes of the past did not have. We have the complete written word of God that is living and active as well as the supernatural Holy Spirit that lives inside us. In John fourteen twenty six, Jesus tells us that Holy Spirit will teach us all things. Here's John fourteen twenty six as it's written in the Amplified Classic Edition. But the Comforter, Counselor, Helper, Intercessor, Advocate, Strengthener, Standby, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, in my place, to represent me and act on my behalf. He will teach you all things, and he will cause you to recall 
will remind you of, bring you to your remembrance, everything I have told you. I believe we're living in a season when it's vital for us to live and move and have our being in Him, as spoken by the Apostle Paul in Acts seventeen twenty-eight. Galatians 5.25 in the Living Bible says, If we are living now by the Holy Spirit's power, let us follow the Holy Spirit's leading in every part of our lives. The voice translates the same verse like this, Now, since we've chosen to walk with the Spirit, let's keep each step in perfect sync with God's Spirit. To discern our current times and seasons, it's essential to know and activate God's Word, as well as live in the Spirit, be led by the Spirit, and walk in the Spirit. With all this in mind, I'd like to share a few thoughts, Holy Spirit, sometimes through words given by pastors, teachers, and prophets, has brought to my attention for the new year, 2023. The word numbered 2023 in Strong's Greek Concordance is epikoregio. This may not be the correct Greek pronunciation. Anyway, it's spelled E-P-I-C-H-O-R-G-E-O. It means to supply. The complete definition, as cited online by Bible Hub, is properly, lavishly supply as is suitable or apt, to outfit all that is needed to accomplish a grand objective. Epicoregio is certainly an encouraging word for 2023. Now let's take a look at three Bible verses that include the word epicoregio. First up is 2 Corinthians 9.10. Here it is as it's written in the New International Version. Now he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will also supply and increase your store of seed and will enlarge the harvest of your righteousness. The word translated supplies is the Greek word epikoregio. The same passage is translated this way in the Amplified Version. Now he who provides seed for the sower and bread for food will provide and multiply your seed for sowing, that is, your resources, and increase the harvest of your righteousness, which shows itself in active goodness, kindness, and love. Clearly, this verse refers to every kind of resource. This is great news for right now, when the world system is characterized by horrendous inflation that has often resulted in lack. Notice that God is the source of the supply. Notice further that the supply was given as seed for sowing, and when that seed is planted, it will result in an enlarged harvest. Hallelujah! As we follow the Word and obey the leading of His Spirit, He will increase our harvest. The second verse with epicoregio that we want to highlight is found in Colossians 2, 19a. It's written like this in the New Living Translation. We Christians make up his body. We are joined together as a body is held together. Our strength to grow comes from Christ. 
The Passion translates it this way. But we receive directly from Him, and His life supplies vitality into every part of His body through the joining ligaments connecting us all as one. He is the divine head who guides his body and causes it to grow by the supernatural power of God. Notice that our strength to grow comes directly from Christ. A supply of supernatural vitality flows from him. That vitality equips and enables us to grow and become connected together in our perfect place in the body of Christ. This is such good news. As believers, we never want to stop growing and learning and becoming all He has created us to be. We continually purpose in our hearts to follow Him so that we are in the right place at the right time, doing and saying the right thing. The final verse that contains Epicoregio is written in the form of a question. It's Galatians 3.5 that asks this question in the New King James. Therefore, he who supplies the Spirit to you and works miracles among you, does he do it by works of the law or by hearing of faith? That's worth repeating. Let's hear it again in a couple of other translations. Here's Galatians 3.5 in the Amplified. So then, does he who supplies you with his marvelous Holy Spirit and works miracles among you, do it as a result of the works of the law, which you perform, or because you've believed confidently in the message which you heard with faith? And now in the voice, you've experienced the Spirit he gave you in powerful ways. Miracle after miracle has occurred right before your eyes in this community. So tell me, did all this happen because you've kept certain provisions of God's law? Or was it because you heard the gospel and accepted it by faith? Think about the powerful encounters you've personally had with Holy Spirit. Remember the miracles you've personally witnessed and experienced. Remember the testimonies of others who've had God encounters. Acknowledge that none of this happened because you've been good enough. All we have experienced, all the Holy Spirit visitations, all the power and all the miracles have come by faith. As it's written, the just shall live by faith. This passage is found in Habakkuk 2.4, Romans 1.17, Galatians 3.11, Hebrews 10.38. Those who have been made righteous by faith in Christ must live by faith. These are words to live by that are foundational and essential for Christ's followers in every time and season. Now, let's contrast what the Word of God says with what the world is saying for 2023. In the United States, there's a company named Pantone that annually chooses a color of the year. This year, the color they've chosen is Viva Magenta. When unveiling its choice of Viva Magenta, Pantone released a statement that said, quote, an unconventional shade for an unconventional time, end quote. 
If you do a web search on the phrase 2023 color of the year, you can see the color and find out more about it. Let's explore the color magenta a little further. Quoting from the A to Z Dream Symbology Dictionary that was written by Barbie Breathitt in 2015, she says magenta, quote, represents the realms of the soul, one's emotions, love, giving, hate, fear, joy, end quote. In other words, the focus of magenta is on the emotions and feelings. There's certainly nothing wrong with the color magenta itself. I personally like the color. I enjoy all the colors that our creative, majestic God has released into our world. The concern is about the meaning of magenta, which is emotion-centered. The world seems to be saying that 2023 is a year to focus on feelings and emotions as the center of life, or in other words, to function out of one's emotions. The world system seems to be saying that it's a year to make the focus of your life all about experiencing and expressing emotion. Christians know that the Lord Jesus Christ is to be the focus of our lives. Focusing on anything else is a distraction that will lead us down the wrong path. As it's written in 2 Corinthians 2.11, we as believers in the Lord Jesus Christ are not ignorant of Satan's schemes. According to Galatians 5.25, we live in the Spirit. We do not let the world press us into its mold, but rather we are renewed, according to Acts 17.28, as we live and move and have our being in Him. Romans 12.2 in the New International Version provides us with the following instruction. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good, pleasing, and perfect will. Here's the Phillips translation of Romans 12.2. Don't let the world around you squeeze you into its own mold, but let God remold your minds from within so that you may prove in practice that the plan of God for you is good, meets all his demands, and moves toward the goal of true maturity. In summary, God's word assures us that in 2023, he will supply all that we need, including resources, miracles, strength, and growth by his spirit through faith. All of these benefits are embedded and expressed in Psalm 23. Psalm 23 is a key passage for the year 2023. Read it over and over again throughout the year in a variety of translations. It will sustain, encourage, and nourish you during difficult times. Knowing that the shepherd, Jehovah Rohi, is my shepherd, my personal shepherd, and your personal shepherd. It's such an intimate message of comfort, protection, and provision. Let's close by decreeing and declaring all the blessings of Psalm 23 over the entire year of 2023. 
Here it is as written in the New International Version. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for His namesake. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. So be it. Thank you, Kathy. And thank you for listening to today's God's Family Plan podcast. Until next time, Kathy and I decree over your household a prosperous and blessed 2023.